Welcome to Intelligogy with Tracy Browder, where together we will disrupt educational normalcy. One of my favorite days of the week, it is Teach Better Tuesday, and I have with us today someone who we've not met yet on Teach Better Tuesday, Megan Deegan. Good morning, Megan. How are you? Good morning. I am doing great. I'm so excited to be here. So I've been so looking forward to this the whole month. I can't wait. Well, we are so happy you're here. And let me tell our listeners just a little bit about you, Megan. She is a seventh grade teacher in the Chicago area, and she's lead ambassador for the Teach Better team. Um, And Megan, I'm going to turn it to you really quickly. Tell us a little bit more about what it means to be a lead ambassador. And um, I've been reading several of your blog posts, which is kind of how we're going to lead us to this conversation today. So tell us about your role at Teach Better. Awesome. You know, I have to say you're the first person that has asked me about my role as lead ambassador when I can actually talk about it. Um, (laughs) Because we just launched our ambassador program a couple of weeks ago. So before that, I used to have to be very careful about what I could say. So now I get to talk all about it. Um, so yeah, I am, it's, it's so exciting. Um, I'm one of the lead ambassadors for the Teach Better team. And basically, I facilitate a an ambassador program, which really just celebrates educators and all the amazingness that they have either going on in their classroom or going on in whatever role in education that they're in. So our whole goal was really just to, you know, we have so many people that are sharing out the Teach Better mindset. And so our goal was really to celebrate those educators and give them a platform to share what they're doing. So that's kind of what we're doing. And it's been, it's only been a couple of weeks. We just have, you know, we had five initial ambassadors. We've just recently in the last week added 20 more. So it's been a really crazy and exciting last few weeks for that. That's awesome. One of them is a very good friend of mine. Um, and I saw her tweet about it and I was so proud of her. So it's, it's been exciting to kind of watch this unfold from the sidelines. So I'm very excited about the work that's going to come from this program. That's, I love hearing that, you know, we, I have just been overwhelmed with the just amount of excitement and the amount that honestly I've learned in the last week. Uh, So it's been just amazing to connect more closely with some of these educators who I've been connected with, you know, virtually through Twitter chats or, you know, the Teach Better Team Facebook group, but to really get to connect with them and learn more about them and learn the things that they're doing. I feel like I've learned so much already in a week. So I can't wait to see, you know, where this goes and how it grows and how it really just benefits all other educators. It's truly the best way to grow is from one another. So yes, I'm so excited about this. I can't wait to continue to watch it grow and develop. Um, and, and so, Megan, I mentioned um, that you write on the Teach Better blog. Are you, before we get into the conversation, tell our listeners um, where they can connect with you on social media? Because by the time we get going and talking, <laughs> the conversation gets so great. I don't want to miss that important part. So how can our listeners connect with you? Absolutely. Uh, so you, they can connect with me on Twitter um, or on Instagram. I'm slowly trying to work my Instagram over to sharing 
out, you know, more of what happens in my classroom and just more of the things that I do. But both of those would be um, just M Deegan, D-E-E-G-A-N, 122. So both Instagram and Twitter are the same. Um, they could also connect with me on Facebook. I do, it's Megs Marie. I spell my name a little funny. Um, but if you search Megs Marie, you'll probably find me. So I love connecting in any and every way with other, other educators because I just love, love learning from other people and improving, you know, anything I can do to improve what I'm doing. I'm always on board for that. Absolutely. Well, I'm so glad you're here with us now. So as I was getting to know all things Megan, I was reading your blog posts and one of them in particular really stood out to me, actually two. And we talked about what those two are, but I'm not going to do a spoiler alert because <laughs> the next time we get together, we'll probably touch on the other one. Um, but the title of this particular article was Promoting Student Engagement and Collaboration Using Breakouts. And it caught my eye because one, in the classroom, to be able to create an environment that is more student-led is really where all educators need to be. Um, and, and then in this remote learning environment, it really piqued my interest and curiosity. What would that look like in a remote learning environment? Because many of us may be returning to school still in a remote learning capacity. So that being said, can you just kind of talk to us about your inspiration behind this article, your experience with classroom breakouts? Absolutely. It's actually, I feel like how this um, article, this blog post got written is actually kind of funny. Um, so I had reached out, I had posted in the Teach Better Team private Facebook group, um, two pictures of my students in my classroom completing a breakout. And I had gotten so many comments from people asking, you know, how, how I did it, how I set it up, you know, what are the steps? And so I actually had reached out to Caitlin from the Teach Better team, who okay. at the time was in charge of everything blog related. And I said, hey, do you have a blog post already written, has someone already written one about breakouts? I feel like I had seen one, you know, that would just be super easy to share with all, you know, everybody in the comments be like, here's a great blog, po blog post. It's a great place to start. Mm -hmm. And she said, no, but you can totally write one. <laughs> I was like, mm, okay. I just, I walked myself right into that one, but it, you know, I love it. I'm so glad I had the, I had the opportunity to sit down and write it because it, is something that I do in my classroom and I try to do it as often as possible. And I've planned so many for my classroom that I love sharing it out. And like you said, it's, first of all, I love the engagement. I am all about engaging my kids and any way that I can do that is exactly like what I want to be doing. So I actually, and this like scares me a little bit, even though I do it every year, it still, you know, scares me a little. Um, I have my students broken into houses. Each class is a different mm -hmm. house, kind of like Harry Potter themed. It's actually from, I got it from Ray Hewitt, who, uh, you know, it comes from the Ron Clark Academy. And I was trying to, uh, one of my friends and I actually, Andrea, who's on the, the other lead ambassador for the Teach Better team, um, her and I were trying to figure out what would be a great way 
to break them into their houses at the beginning of the year, that would be more fun. And we had done breakouts before. So we were like, you know what, let's, let's plan, let's do our own breakout. And, you know, we were probably crazy enough because we do it on the very first day of school when we don't know any of our children. Um, which, you know, usually when you're going to do something like that, it's, is something where you're really turning over the whole, essentially it's the whole class period. I'm turning it all over to the kids. I start with maybe like a five to seven minute introduction of here's what a breakout is and how it works in case they don't know, but then it's all them and they run with it. So it's, Usually I know my children very well by the time we do something like that. So, you know, it, it makes me nervous every year because every year I'm like, this could go terribly wrong. I don't even know any of their names at this point. But I think that on the very first day that I am spending any time with them to throw them into that, A, I think it really sets up the tone of my classroom of, you know, this, this is what we like to do. And I love the engagement and I love that they are kind of in charge and running it. And I love to see them loving it. Like that is, I want them to come into my classroom every day and like want to be there. And so I think doing that on the very first day, although a little terrifying is the greatest thing. And I would never, ever, ever change that. Um, And so that kind of like started me on a roll of breakouts, you know, then it was, I've done, you know, a breakout on Halloween. We've done like a winter break breakout. Um, We've done an end of the year breakout. And then I've done different breakouts in my classroom as a review at the end of the unit. So I've planned a lot of them and I do them slightly differently every time. You know, I've tried to make them more interesting. You know, we always hit Every once in a while, you're going to hit bumps in the road. And as you know, we're trying something out, something doesn't work quite right. But it's, I think that when I first looked at breakouts, I was like, oh gosh, these are so amazing. I want to do these with my kids, but they're going to take that. That's got to be a lot of time. And to be honest, the first one took a lot of time just because I didn't really know what I was doing. Um, But now that I know how it works and I know you know, you start after you do it something the first time, you know, you start to learn what works, what didn't work. And now they're actually easy to plan. They don't take a lot of time. And my kids love them every time. They just, even my kids that would probably not admit that they love it, they love it every Mm -hmm. time. And usually it's something as simple as, you know, they're competing for a prize. And sometimes that prize is extra credit, although they tend to have bigger guesses of what their uh their prize might be they, they did think one time I was going to give them airpods um so I had to quickly correct that one I was like well you might be thoroughly disappointed at the end of this but oh yeah they are it's they're a riot with their guesses of what they think would be because I actually use um most of the time I use like an actual box with that has a bunch of locks on it um so mm-hmm. usually what's inside of it is a piece of paper that says, congratulations, you've gotten, you know, five extra credit points or something like that. And so, you know, I really build it up, though, and that's really what gets them. And by the time they realize what's inside of it, they're already hooked and into the uh, breakout. So we're all good. Because it sounds like 
Megan, that it really becomes more about the experience, not about the the tangible outcome incentive. Is is that an accurate statement? Absolutely. I think for me, what it is the most about within that experience is like my I'm big on collaboration and I'm big on working together. And so in my classroom, my biggest piece is always I want them to feel like a family from the moment they walk in that door. And, you know, I tell them all the time, you don't have to be best friends. You don't even have to really like each other. I get it. But when you're in my classroom, you drop all that at the door. We're going to get along. We're going to work together and we're going to make this work. And so I think that my favorite part about the breakouts is just watching them interact with each other and build those relationships and learn how to collaborate and communicate. And, you know, we talk about that a lot during their breakouts is, you know, I'll kind of bounce from group to group. And every once in a while, it's, you know, I'm like, I know what you're trying to say, but you're not communicating it effectively. So you need to kind of rethink what you're trying to tell your group members. So it, it works on so many more skills. Like, you know, yes, I use them as review for in my math classroom sometimes, but, you know, take out really what we're trying to review. And for me, it's more about those skills that they're learning as they're doing it, the collaboration, the communication, being able to, you know, work together in a positive way. That's really what I want them to be taking away from this and them, them reviewing their math or, you know, things like that. That just is kind of an added bonus is the way that I see it. Mm-hmm. And, and, and with an environment like that, because I do a lot of um, inquiry-based learning in my classroom, and so there, there's breakout groups are the norm in my classroom, but specifically designed to work on various projects. <coughs> Excuse me. So the other piece that I begin to see is, along with collaboration, you know, when, when kids are truly given the creative space to to be free to to express their opinions, uh, it becomes just that sometimes highly opinionated and and not in a bad way, in a healthy way, because we get the opportunity as educators to teach them how to value each other's opinions, how to truly listen and not be so focused on, okay, when she, when she stops talking, this is what I'm going to say, because if you're in that mode, you're not actively listening. So we get the opportunity to teach those skills. And I don't know about you, Megan, but I know this is true that you can see the evolution of the appreciation of input of all of the various pieces of this, this, of the breakout groups. Absolutely. I could not agree with that more. It's, it's 100% accurate. It, you know, they, and I think too, like you get to see when you give them that chance to, you know, you, you, when you take it when you make it different from the normal, you know, however your classes in a normal day in your class, when you're doing a lesson, a lesson and, you know, kids are raising their hand or working, when you put them in this, something different and something maybe engaging in a different way than what they're used to, you get to see some of your kids that maybe aren't as talkative or don't always take a leadership role. I see some of that start to 
blossom in those kids and start to grow because it's a, it's helping them build confidence, even, you know, sometimes because they are in a smaller group. Um, but it's also, you know, I stress to them always that if, if they are always listening for their own voice, it, they're not going to go anywhere. They're always going to be better together. And so they can't always just listen to respond. They really truly need to listen to the ideas and hear the ideas because a lot of times somebody in their group has that idea and is communicating that. But if you're not listening, you're not going to hear it and that's not going to help you progress. So I, yeah, I absolutely hundred percent agree with that. I love that that's an aspect that breakouts can bring out within your classroom. And you know, the other piece we're, we're, we're talking about, we're talking about so much more than breakouts. We're talking about growing the whole child. We're talking about characteristics, character, strength, values, appreciating others and celebrating others. And you know what, Megan, in a time like this, where we are in America with, with racial, social injustice, this, this is the perfect way to celebrate the diversity in our classrooms by giving students the opportunity to be in those breakout sessions, to, to grow together, to learn about each other, and to not just be in a sit and get from the instructor or the teacher environment. So there's so many valuable pluses now more than ever for people to kind of put the toe in the water and give these breakout sessions a try. Um, and so that being said, for the person who's never experienced breakout sessions, what could you tell them about how to kind of step back, take a deep breath, get started? What would be your advice? So first off, you know, reach out to me anytime because I love this and would love to help at any point in time. But I think really here's here's two parts first of all i'm going to say don't be afraid to take the risk and jump in because it's one of my big things is if if i want my kids to take risks i've got to do it too like i have to be that model and i have to be willing to try new things and so just like everything else you've probably done in teaching at some point in time it was new to you and you weren't really sure if it was going to work but you tried it anyways and now it might be you know your new favorite thing um i think that when it comes to breakouts pick something, I would pick something that you are really comfortable with. And, you know, like, like I said, I do, my very first breakout is, it's, it's a really a getting to know you. It's about some of the teachers on my team and my school. It's a short breakout. I keep it simple. So start simple. It doesn't have to be something that's, you know, got 10 parts to it. And, you know, don't get me wrong. You see some breakouts that are very intricate and very detailed, but you don't have to start there. Start simple. Do, you know, a five, create five questions. And when you create those five questions, each of those answers, those could be your clues. It's, it's that simple. You have five questions, you have five clues. Once they get all five clues, they've broken out. That can absolutely be your first breakout. And it doesn't have to be, um, you know, I've, I've talked to a lot of teachers about, well, you know, I don't have a lockbox or I don't have technology, so I can't do it digitally. You can do a breakout 
however you want. There are no set rules of I have to do it digitally or I have to have an actual, you know, lockbox with locks with locks to do it. You really don't. You it can be as simple as, you know, you type out your five questions, each one of those becomes a clue and your five answers are your five answers to the questions. That's how they break out. They have to get you all five. They bring it to you on a piece of paper. When they have all five, they've broken out. It, you know, it can be, mm -hmm. it can be very simple. You can get very detailed and very intricate, but it can also be really, really simple too. So start, start simple, create five questions. There you go. There's your breakout. You've done it. You got one. And it's more, I would say it's more in how you present it to your students than it even is how it's built. You know, I can take the most simple thing and if I really build it up to my kids and I make it fun and this is going to sound super silly and I know I teach I teach middle school but I think it really applies to everyone you put a timer on and you tell them like the group, like let's see who can do this fastest I mean I don't know of a child who's going to be like mm, no they're all going to be like yes let's do it. Right. it's you know it's all about that presentation if you buy into it and you think it's cool they're going to do it too Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That, that's really the best advice, not only about breakout groups, but about everything as we approach new concepts, as we approach the concepts that you feel like your kids aren't crazy about. If you, if you come to it with a spirit of excitement and anticipation, it's going to spread. So Megan, that is such good advice. I'm so <laughs> glad you shared that. Um, so you, you mentioned that, you know, if somebody's willing to take that brave step and try it, that they can kind of reach out to you and you can give some guidance, advice. So I'm, I'm going to, even though we said it at the beginning, some of you, your interest might not have been piqued and Megan just piqued your interest. <laughs> and now you're like, wait, how do I get in contact with her? <laughs> so as, as we prepare to start to wrap up in a few moments, Megan, can you tell listeners again how they can reach you if, if they're doing this and if they're getting ready to do it, but have some concerns, hesitations, questions, how can they reach you again? Absolutely. Um, so you can either Twitter or Instagram. They're both the same. So it's M. Deegan, D-E-E-G-A-N, 122. Uh, Facebook would just be Megs Marie. You can search that and probably find me. Um, or you can even email me. So you can email me. It's Megan, M-E-G-H-A-N, at teachbetter.com. I'm going to be honest. Do I have all the answers? No, of course not. But I've, I've done quite a few breakouts with my kids. You know, I've built quite a few breakouts. I'm going to be turning my breakouts that I have now into digital ones, you know, cause no one knows what August is gonna look like. Um, so I like to be prepared, but I'd be more than happy to talk to absolutely anybody and just brainstorm and work through things and, you know, answer questions to the best of my ability. I would, you know, I love helping other educators and I've learned so much by connecting with others. So whatever I can do to be helpful, I, I'm all about that. Well, I know we certainly appreciate your willingness to be accessible and helpful. And, and, and that's the very thing that we are to model uh, for each other as colleagues, for our students. Um, you know, you mentioned 
the, the best way to continue to encourage our students to take risks is that we do it ourselves. So listeners, as you get ready to take the plunge, as you get ready to take the risks, we want you to give us a shout out on Twitter and let us know, um, or any of the other platforms, let us know that you tried this. Um, hashtag Teach Better and um, Teach Better Tuesday in Telegogy the podcast so we can connect and we can see what you're doing and celebrate what you're doing and, and just really build, continue to build this community of um, educators who are willing to be creative, to be innovative. Um, so Megan, as we prepare to close, do you have any final thoughts that you'd like to share with our listeners? Yeah. You know, I think one of the major things, especially as we sit here and have no idea what next year is going to look like, um, take the risks it's, you know, and be honest with your kids. I, every time I try something new, I will tell my kids, guys, this is the first time we're doing it. It's either going to go really well or we're going to have to make adjustments. And first of all, they're going to appreciate that honesty because it shows that you're willing to take the risk. It shows that you're willing to try something new. And, you know, a lot of times when we're trying something new, it's, it's to better them. It's for their benefit and it's to be better ourselves. So if you, you know, just don't be afraid to take the risk. Don't let that fear hold you back because I've learned so many great things and I've engaged my kids in so many fun ways just because I was like, yeah, sure. We'll try it. Don't know how it's going to go. have no idea if it's going to work, but you know what? We're going to try it anyways. You know, there have been breakups. I've had to stop in the middle and be like, okay, well, this question doesn't quite work the way it's supposed to. So here's a hint. And we keep on moving. You know, it's, we adjust as we go. We're as teachers, as educators, we're usually very flexible. So you make the changes as you go. It doesn't mean that it was a failure. It just, you know, you just have some adjusting to do. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, Megan, um, I, I thank you. And I can't wait for you to explore the digital breakout so we can get back together and you can tell us some lessons learned and, um, epiphanies that you've had as a result of the digital breakouts. And I already know that, you know, with with the whole remote learning journey, that sometimes kids are a little nervous about testing the water. But as we keep going, each day that goes by, they get more and more comfortable. So I know you're going to rock the digital breakouts, but I really, really want you to come back and talk to us again about the digital breakouts. And maybe that can be a piece of the other conversation that we're going to have about the other blog posts. So cryptic. I hope you like them. <laughs> Hopefully that brings them back for next time. <laughs> yes. I love it. I will definitely, well, definitely be trying and changing over some of the digital or some of the breakouts to digital. So I would love to chat about that and how that goes. Awesome. Well, friends, if you want to know more about Megan, hop on her social media feeds, read, continue to read her other blog posts. They are very um, informative and, and give you things to consider as we continue to um, work hard to teach better in our classrooms. 
So that being said, this is our time and we would like to thank you for joining us on Teach Better Tuesday at Intelligogy the Podcast. And don't forget when we drop this episode, give us shout outs and share how you are going to try breakouts in your classroom. Thank you, Megan. Thank you. All right, friends, thank you for joining us at Intelligogy the Podcast, where together we are disrupting educational normalcy. Until next time.